Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 271, episode three of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. I never really know, like, I I got a little bit of a cold thing going on. I never really know what my voice is going, like, what's going on with me until I do that Dirt Daily Zeitgeist and, like, hear... You have like a sinus sounds check. come out of me, yeah. <laughs> like coming out of different parts of my voice box that weren't meant to be used. Anyways, this is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it's Thursday, January nineteenth, twenty twenty three. T minus one day to my mom's birthday, uh, but also it. it's Get to Know Your Customers Day, uh, World Fork Day, and mm. National. Popcorn day, if you celebrate that. Shout out to the, the popcorn god. Is that Cork, C-O-R-K, or Q-U-A-R-K? Quark. 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 Got it. Okay. Yeah. Your pronunciation was good. I just yeah. want to make sure. I didn't even know what I didn't even know what the fuck that was until I think Big I was... Big fan of subatomic particles. Yeah. They're basically magical. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on down there. It's very strange. <laughs> very strange. Nobody knows going down there. You sound like my urologist. But yeah, it is <laughs> looks guy. really good. But this is like, uh, what they say, a delicious high-protein, low-fat alternative to soft cheese and yogurt that can be used for baking, cooking, and blending. Okay, I'll stick to cheese, though. Thank you, Thor. Thank you very much. Wait, that's what quark is? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the subatomic particle. I guess I'm not looking at the spelling. I so. thought it's Q U. So that's what it means. It's a European superfood, staking its claim on supermarket shelves worldwide, according to this thing. I'm, look, our guests probably can put us on to what the fuck this is about. But as far as you and I are concerned, Jack, we're like, what is this fake ass cheese? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Q U A R K. It is and spelled is- like that, though. What? Yes, Jack. Okay. It's coming straight for your dome right now. It is. Yep. My dome is in danger. 
lost in the, <laughs> the crosshairs. Uh, anyways, my name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Potatoes O'Brien, a.k.a. Taters O'Bing Bong, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Hey, it's Miles Gray, and I got to keep the potato theme going because someone rightly pointed out, if you're Potatoes O'Brien, then call me Miles O'Gratin. Thank you there so much. Uh, that's Mikey Alexander on the Twitch. Mikey. Actually, likes he likes it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was one of those pop culture references that people would always use, and, and I just, like, internalized it, but I didn't know what the fuck it was in reference to, because it was, like, a little bit before my time, I think. And I did want to just stop the podcast and let people know there are pop culture references before my time, so I don't feel old as fuck. Were That's, you were you old enough to know uh, Where's the Beef? Were you alive for that? Nope. Missed, oh, where's you're, the beef? you're pre where's the beef too i think time time to miss the donuts or time to make the donuts i think i also missed holy shit i knew i knew a lot of the like pop culture references from Daz effects they want effects like that's you know <laughs> <laughs> right that, that's oh, like bum, a bunch stickety, of bum stickity bum <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly oh shit anyways miles we're mm-hmm. thrilled fortunate blessed to be joined Absolutely by a wonderful blessed. guest the host of the Smart Mouth podcast, used to run the food section of LA Weekly and now runs the website How to Eat LA. Goated website. Just an all Goated. around brilliant travel and food writer. It's Catherine Spires. You inspire us. Hello, hello. <laughs> Happy Quark Day to you both. Ah, thank, oh, you. thank you. Thank you. Yes. We did have you on this special day because of your expertise in food and subatomic particles. We didn't know which one it was. So, right. Uh, we just Perfect. figured. Yeah, yes. yeah, perfect. Wait, what, I love what, that planning. What's quark? You have you had quark? I know you've had quark. Yeah, actually, quark, <laughs> wunder quark. Uh, used oh. to advertise on Smart Mouth. Like the, I bet you it's the same brand that sent out that press release that you were reading from. Oh, <laughs> they got are, it to be a national. They are wanting yeah, everyone right. to get into quark for sure. It's good. It's kind of like half yogurt, half sour cream. Oh, perfect. Oh, I love that. That is what I, I mean. look for. <laughs> <laughs> we both uh, went, I do we're look like, for more sour <laughs> creaminess in my yogurt and more yogurtness in my sour cream. On, well, I wish this Get yogurt I wish this yogurt was slightly off a bit. You know, <laughs> yes. that's what would make it perfect. <laughs> I'm sure it's good. I'm just it's being good, a hater. It's good, it's Wait, good. so yeah. how have you had it? R- rather than accurately describing it, like what's how have you had it? We're like, man, that's that's how a good quark dish would, would be. Yeah, I mean, you just eat it like yogurt, really. So I just oh, add shit. fruit to it. Yeah, I mean, and it's some sometimes it comes with fruit. I think people make cheesecake with it a lot. Which yeah, is I see cool. that in the so photo. You just add a bunch of sugar to it. I bet it tastes bomb. Okay, I'm with that. Yeah, I feel like that's true of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Catherine, there's this little prank that myself from two years ago likes to play on myself from the present whenever you're on, <laughs> where I looked back. My brain always wants to pronounce your last name Spears. I know. And I, does. I had your name written in my notes from the last time as Catherine Spears, like Britney, bitch. I, I wrote to myself like a <laughs> just a fucking jerk. Like, I, yeah, yeah. What kind Do you of think you're like keeping yourself on your toes? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. Keeping it no, spicy. I am and mean. I- and I always have the habit is to always ask you, even though yeah. I slight, I'm all, if I put money, I'd always say Spires, but I was like, and it's all as usual, Spears or Spires. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you entered, Miles says Spears or Spires. I said, ha ha ha, Miles, yeah, actually, like, you, you don't have to worry about it because I wrote down a note from last time <laughs> and Spears. it is Spears like Britney, bitch. And <laughs> the call got so quiet. Yeah. 
She's like, oh, what do I say? And oh, you're like, yeah, boy. Miles, dickhead. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, Catherine, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we are going to tell our listeners a couple of the things that we are talking about today. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about George Santos DeVolder, Anthony Macchiato, whatever his name is, you know, all the names that <laughs> this man goes by. But how how long can he keep this one lie going? These many lies that are just like kind of a web. He's spinning a vast web. I don't think and, he's going anywhere, which is so fucked up. But yeah. you know what? Inspiration for the next generation of dickheads. Yeah. There's a famous Tesla autopilot demo video that Elon Musk tweeted out six, seven years ago. But I think a lot of people's self-driving car enthusiasm was started or at least built on the back of this video. It's a very popular video. Turns out it was misleading. No. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no. it's not what they said it was. So we're going to talk about that. We The New York Times have reported this last year or the year before, but we now have a confirmation from an internal Tesla source. Ooh. So we'll talk about what what they lied about. Dolly Parton is really making that rock album. Like, Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. I and mean, it's, it's like a lot of covers <laughs> of songs that are like the first rock songs that you find out about when you first find out about rock music. But like, I'm sure she's going to pull it off because she pulls everything off. But it does suggest a narrative to me where she like just found out about rock and roll when she was inducted into the rock and roll (laughs) hall of fame. And then like this, she's like, okay, all Have right. You heard so there's Jimmy this thing Hendrix? called rock and roll. Let me do a little listening. Ah, right. Freebird. This Freebird one is pretty good because uh, she is covering Freebird on her album. With the guitar and then we'll solo. We'll talk about <laughs> what's that? She gonna hit that guitar solo too? Yeah, probably. Okay. That she would be wild. Shred. I mean, if she shredded that guitar solo, then I'd be like, just you know, we already yeah, know. you were the goat. Uh, and then we're gonna talk about how Mounties are trash. A cab does include Mounties in a major way. All of that, plenty more. But first, Catherine, we do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Oh, I've been searching all the synthetic fabrics like Lyocell and Tencel and stuff. I'm trying to figure out how to least blow up the planet with my choices. Mm-hmm. Mm. So all these all these new fabrics, you know, they say they're recycled or whatever. Do you know, like the process of recycling wastes so much water, it might be worse than using cotton. Oh, oh, it's uh, it's just I don't like it. <laughs> I know. I don't I, like it. <laughs> I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. I trying to be a conscientious consumer and it's just killing me inside because it cannot be done. Yeah. I mean, unless you go like full homespun. Yeah. Which know. who has the time you because you also live in capitalism. So you have to make money from outside the home. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the one recycling I've heard is good is the aluminum. That's the one that like you. You always need to make sure you're recycling all aluminum. Everything else, it's like, do they actually recycle it? Do they just send it to? They're like, yeah, we turn it to a pulp. I don't know. It's not (laughs) paper anymore, as you know it. What are you worried about? You're not burning it. (laughs) It's kind of like the energy. But it's true. Like, so many things are like, this thing can actually turn this other thing into a useful item and we can reduce our waste. It's like, but it needs coal to operate. And you're like, what? Or like, it uses untold amounts of water. And you're like, 
Yeah, exactly. And then I had this theory that online shopping has like precipita- precipitated the rise in these fa- fabrics because we can't feel them and we've like forgotten what clothes are supposed Holy to feel shit. like too. Right. So I think we're just in a mess with, with our fashions at the moment. I've noticed some websites now, they take such close-ups of the garment so you can get an understanding of what the fabric looks like. That's a good because idea. It, it feels like something where people have been like, Hey, I thought this was blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, look, it's clearly woven. This is like cotton. I know it looks shiny, but that's the deal. But yeah, I I remember like that was like one of the first things I like a habit I picked up from my mom when she would drag me to like go to a department store. She's like, she's like yeah, this is well made. She's like, yeah, this is <laughs> this is well made. Oh, this is good. Good fabric. Mm-hmm. We're like words I would hear all the time. She tastes it a little bit. Oh, yeah. She bite it. And they're yeah. like, hey, what do we tell you about this? She's like, our cover's blown. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, like I, I realize now to your point that it's not like, yeah, shit looks good. And then you get it and you're like, it disintegrated the second I sweated in it. It happens yeah. so often. It's horrible. Yeah. I'm not the best online shopper. I keep buying dolls clothes. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, because you keep insisting how cheap they are, and I'm like, yeah, Jack, they're, they're... you get. I'm like, I'm getting a great deal on this, look at this. jacket. Oh, <laughs> look how many patches it fits are on my that. hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is something you think is overrated? Deep dish pizza. Which okay. kind? Did you just ask what is that? No, which kind? Like, are you oh. coming for somebody in L.A.? Are you coming? For, are you coming for a pizzeria right now? Or are you just saying? No, general? I don't do that. I'm a nice. Who are you putting out of business today, Spires? <laughs> you coming at Masa right now? I am not. I am not. I don't know. It just seemed like something that I've never enjoyed. Ergo, it is overrated. Some people like it, right? First of all, why do they call it pizza? That thing's like a casserole, maybe mm-hmm. a pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop calling it pizza. I don't like that. That's well, my main call problem. Pizza pie. with topping. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think. Well, I think if you called it a casserole, that doesn't sound more appealing. But I think it would be more honest. <laughs> yeah. It should be, man. You ain't eating more than two of these slices. Pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. it really? is. Really, I've eaten half a Domino's deep dish for that's sure. The, how much masa can you eat at one go? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Because masa, mm-hmm. that are like that's the you know Echo Park deep dish pizza in L.A. That shit is like a fucking brick. And yeah. when I eat it, I'm like, oh my. God, like I, I like to eat a lot of pizza is my thing with pizza. Like <laughs> I want to have numerous slices and I end up just gorging myself. It's yeah. It's, a it's all about the fun ways you can toss it into your mouth. Yeah. That's, yeah. Miles is a real showman <laughs> when it comes to eating pizza. Really? Said I chipped my <laughs> teeth. <laughs> I chipped my teeth because it's pizza so fucking dense. It broke my mouth. Yeah. But do you now do you hold this for Sicilian too? Like there there's a certain type of Sicilian that I like. Like Prime has a good I think they call it like a grandma piece. And yeah. uh, there's this place Bleecker Street in New York that has a really good one too that it's I think the crust is like focaccio y like Yeah, you know it's what I more mean? like that's more like like a real thick crust with a little bit of toppings, right? As opposed to just like stuff on stuff on stuff on stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely it's not a little bit of toppings, but it's definitely not normal. The it's a normal amount. Dish. Yeah, okay. the the cheese is not you know going to affect my digestion for the next three weeks, maybe <laughs> oh just God. like a week and a half. Yeah, I yeah. have I've noticed though a lot of Chicagoans now are trying to basically be like, stop thinking this is our pizza. You right. want really? thin crust tavern style pizza. That's what the fuck our pizza is. I learned this from Jackie Sneal, who's a Chicagoan. And then I start seeing it more and more like on Twitter and like comedians who are from there who are like, I'm like, yes, we have deep dish, but like you want this tavern pizza. And I'm like, okay, 
the thin crust. They go See, thin. but then Detroiters would say that the tavern style is their pizza. The pizza fight is so funny yeah. to me because I think everyone's working with different terms and definitions to begin yeah. with. We're all like, we don't know what we're talking about when we talk but to isn't each other. Detroit like in that old oil pan style pizza, though, too? Yeah, and that's tavern pizza. Is it? Or would other people say that I have it See, all wrong? Chicago, <laughs> Justin, get on mic right now. Yeah, so producer <laughs> Justin is over here in the comments Justin saying from it's Chicago. not Chicago pizza. It's more like a birthday cake where you only do the deep dish once, twice, twice a year. A year. <laughs> yeah, deep dish is a celebratory thing. It's like when you have a bunch of people, Chicagoans, like true Chicagoans don't really fuck with deep dish. We're not ordering it weekly or whatever. Um, I don't ever remember using the term tavern style when I was younger. We always just used to call it thin crust pizza, but it's something you order at like, it's kind of like finger food where you're at a bar and the slices are really small and they're super greasy and they're kind of thin. And, uh, there's like a hundred of them and you just share them amongst a group of people. And, uh, that's what I'm used to more often. So yeah, that's mostly what we were doing when we ordered pizza. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Nice. We have experts. It was actually started by uh, Domino's with their thin crust pizza, (laughs) that style that you were describing. (laughs) It's pretty good. Uh, What is something you think is underrated, Catherine? Lab-grown diamonds. I I just started learning about these, and I don't understand why everyone (laughs) isn't just buying thousands of dollars worth of lab-grown jewels. Oh, no. Okay. Because that's what the that's what the fucking diamond industry is doing. Yeah. Shut we the are fuck up. We are Shut ops up. for the diamond industry. Uh so we're gonna actually have to remove yeah. all this. Uh yeah. what else do you think is that no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Wait, oh I'm sorry, I think you got it mixed up. You said overrated is lab grown diamonds, right? Because they don't even they pale in comparison to the rich history of a a child mind diamond. Yeah. We, yeah, it's true. We love yeah. a history, don't we? We love a story with our yeah. diamond. That's the have you seen the propaganda against it? That's yes. the kind of shit that they're trying to say. Like, yes. history. the bloody history of this? Yes. No, no, fuck out of here. incredible. And then I also heard, and I haven't verified it, but I heard that, so you know how in natural gemstones there'll be like errors in them. They call them occlusions. It's like where it's yes. not like perfect. So I guess in lab diamonds, you can supersede that because they're grown in a lab so they can be perfect if you want them to be perfect. <laughs> so now I guess the natural gem jewelers are being like, oh, only natural ones have occlusions and then marking them up for having occlusions, which used to be like a mistake I, yeah. in the diamond. Right. They used to be the thing that they would mark them down for. Exactly. So it's yeah. all just like a conversation that the diamond industry is having with like a bunch of guys with like jeweler loots, jewelers loop, <laughs> yes. loops. Is it yes. loop? It's loop. loop. Yeah, loop. Yeah. 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 yeah, jewelers loops. Yeah, just being like, okay, so I say this is bad. I guess. Yeah, they're just they're tripping all over themselves. It's it's kind of funny, but they are like the lab grown ones are a lot cheaper. They're not cheap, but you could get like a big old ring or something and stunt on everybody. Yeah, exactly. That seems right. fun. And then somebody's gonna look in a loop and be like. Oh. I can't believe it. Obviously, <laughs> nobody wants VVS1 or F-level diamonds, which are flawless. Everyone now wants I3, the bottom rung of the diamond. I mean, like, you're joking, but you're in know, a month, we're going to see that everywhere. I know, but that's what you're saying, basically. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, it's like, yeah. fuck VVS, fuck VS, fuck S, fuck all that. We want I-level diamonds now. Mm-hmm, and, that, mm-hmm. and you see again, this yellowing streak that suggests that it was left in maybe uh, animal urine or something. And <laughs> I believe there's a little bit of newsprint that's rubbed Ooh. off onto this diamond. Wow. So that's that's great. That's good, yeah. actually. 
We actually like very it. yellow diamonds that are not canary diamonds. That's what we like. That's the <laughs> right. new thing. They they need to look like an old book you opened after seventy years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it's is weird to see the advertising. I, I I mean, it's so funny because even like recently when I was getting engaged and stuff, and like I'm starting to familiarize myself with it, I'm like, why the fuck wouldn't you just what? The, I'm sorry. What is the difference? They're like, well, it's not mine. Yeah, that's that, I'm trying to get away from that, actually. So, again, what is the so that's problem? good, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's nuts. Uh, we actually on. so these are lab made, but we hold the uh, laboratory scientists. First of all, we recruit very young laboratory <laughs> scientists and then we hold them against their will at gunpoint while they're making them. So it's extra valuable. Yeah, that's an extra five thousand yes. dollars if there's fear involved. Yes. Exactly. Oh, wow. You want to see, man, this there's a hack post I just found that said seven reasons not to buy a lab grown diamond. Yes. <laughs> For number one, lab grown diamonds are worthless. Okay, great. <laughs> Wait, I'm, what? They're worthless. What? So that's that sounds like cheap to me. <laughs> they're like it's once it's made, it's about twenty percent less than the price of a natural mine diamond. And okay. Yeah, and also they just contradicted themselves because that's not worthless. Twenty percent less is still a chunk of change. Right. And then yeah, they're like worthless just feel yeah, that that feels like it's some diamond shop owner being like, They're worthless. Exactly. It's a piece of shit. Of course. All right, let, bring That's that over here. Let me look All the that arguments right, are so bad. Another one's like, they're bad for the environment because you got to use electricity. Uh, so, oh, yes. Uh, okay, but then people are like, people are using renewable energy. They're like, whatever. <laughs> and also use a ton of water. Point number I'm like, three, whatever. No, number three, <laughs> lab diamonds ain't real diamonds. Who gives a fuck, asshole? They're they're fucking they're like down to the cellular level the exact same fucking thing the process is just different like what yeah, are we talking and about isn't here? the process the exact same just sped up yeah they're like massive amounts of pressure it's yeah they know they know they, we got the recipe to make them they're just <laughs> doing it outside of you know the middle of fucking africa where they don't have to brutalize people to be like the Jabir's family needs more rivers oh my goodness and then another one you can't get lab-grown diamonds appraised a diamond is a diamond is a diamond. No, <laughs> come on. This is you can't uh, get them appraised. Why? Because like all the appraisers have just been like, nope, we're not. <laughs> we won't even look at that piece you can of only, shit. You can only buy small. <laughs> you can only buy small lab grown diamonds. Okay, that's then not they true said either. They're then they're expensive, right? I mean, but they're also worthless. This all of these is... have an implied probably <laughs> yeah. after them. Yeah. Can't probably get a, like a big one either. Probably, <laughs> like, I heard you can't even get like this. a good one, yeah. man. Yeah, this is this is truly Dude, your, the sound. Your mom's of... gonna your mom's gonna find out. <laughs> what? 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 Find out what? When <laughs> I tell her, yeah, she's not gonna be very happy. Okay, um, who is this? <laughs> a down and out diamond dealer. <laughs> and and the next thing to fall. So diamond industry first, and then sneakers reps you know yeah yeah we, i mean lab grown sneakers there are lab grown happening. sneakers exactly anything no, I no think more that, finding them in the wild anything that takes the fucking teeth out of luxury goods i'm all for it yes like absolutely. anything that anything that upsets somebody who defines their lifestyle or level of well-being based on the amount of goods they can afford or the type of goods they can afford take that away yes. we don't need that like Ooh. that's why it's so funny when you see Especially like with like replica fashion, people like now like 
they can buy knockoffs in China real easy on the internet. And they pull up with like almost, you know, nearly one-to-one looking garments and be like, yeah, but that's fake. And it's like, yeah, guess what, asshole? You're mad because you don't like, because it's all built on this idea of like, well, some people shouldn't have access to some things. And that's how I feel good about myself. Yeah, blow (laughs) that shit up. Like, it's... I do know there's like a lot ethically wrong with fast fashion, but I think... 100%, yeah. I think the fact that like the ethical problems with that get called out and not like any ethical problems with high fashion probably has to do with the fact that they're well, they're better. You know, there is an established order in place yeah. that is trying to protect it. Yeah, because you see you see advertisements. They're like, you wouldn't buy a fake Rolex, would you? Like, yep. Yes. Yep. Like, <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to spend fucking forty thousand dollars on a wrist medal? Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, (laughs) Let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about the new spiritual leader of this movement of, you know, what? (laughs) Nothing. Yeah. Fraudulent is cool now. Thanks to our new king, George Santos. We'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. And we're back. Yep. And I'd say this story is back in the headlines, but it's just kind of staying there. George Santos, 
the GOP politician representative in the House who got successfully elected and then just like turned out like might not even be his real name or no. Yeah. No. He's, so we we have more details. He lied about everything. He lied yeah. about the colleges he went to. He lied about the investment firms he worked for. He lied that his company Respect. had like some investment firm that was like managing like a billion dollar portfolio. Lies. He had a nonprofit. Lies. They couldn't find a sink. They couldn't like his fucking name wasn't even real. Like he goes by Anthony DeVolder. He was going by Anthony DeVolder before he became George Santos. And prior to that, he has all these like he's wanted in Brazil for like swindling an old man's checkbook and writing himself checks. It's a whole thing. But anyway, uh, now George Santos or Anthony DeVolder or Captain Marvel or whatever the fuck he's going by. Or I guess in this case, he's Anthony Zabrowski. And when Ooh. I tell you, wait, why Why is he Anthony Sobrovsky? Well, allow his uh, former roommate to just enlighten you onto why he had, you know, this specific name. How long did you actually live together? We were only uh, roommates for a few months. And I also knew him as uh, Anthony Zabrowski. So you knew him? He, was he, he, why did he deal. say he had two names then? Well, he, he used Zabrowski for his uh, friends of Pets United, his um, uh, his GoFundMe, and he would say, "Oh well, you know the, the Jews will give more if you're a Jew," and so that's the name he used oh, for wow. his GoFundMe's. So that's where we're, that's where we're lead, that's where we're starting off today with the George Santos saga. Again, remember he also said he was Jewish, and <laughs> right, and right. then that was also a lie when he was like, "Yeah, my family they were fleeing like the pogroms," you know, and like people like. I can't, we can't find anything that is even close to that. So, look, he's a shapeshifter. And in this case, he's, you know, uh, using using this like GoFundMe scam that he likes to go with. And we've talked about this Friends of Pets United charity that he has. But this is what's this is what's sort of going on right now. The biggest thing that's come out now is we found out that through that charity, this guy screwed over a sick dog and a disabled veteran. So there was a disabled Navy vet named Richard Ostoff who was living like he was unhoused, living in a tent. And he had uh, his service dog, Sapphire, who had like, you know, he received from a charity organization because he he needed a service animal. But that dog had a life threatening tumor that needed to be removed. He had no idea what to do because his situation was so dire. And another another person, you know, said, I think I can connect you with somebody who could get you to a pet charity to get, you know, the operation or procedure the dog needs. This is where Santos comes in. His like Friends of Pets United, which again is not an actual 501c3 nonprofit organization, claimed that they could raise the funds to get Sapphire the procedure she desperately needed. So he put up a GoFundMe with that, you know, spurious name, and they successfully raised the $3,000 that was needed to help the dog. Oh, wait, but he's a stinking pile of shit. So he absconded with the money and ghosted the fuck out of this man. And Ossoff, this the veteran, said he was in such despair. He didn't know if he could live any longer. He was had some really dark ideation. And then he realized he did not want to abandon the dog. And that was the only thing keeping him going. Eventually, the dog had to be euthanized. And this was the quote that this guy said Oof. when he talked about how much he loved the dog. Quote, I love that dog so much. I inhaled her last breaths when I had her euthanized. So that's this is the kind of, you know, con this is. This is like low hanging fruit to this con man who's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to I'll use this guy in his situation to take my three thousand dollars. 
And when Santos, Devolder, Hermione, or whatever was reached for comment, he said, it was all, it's all fake. You can't prove anything. But they have text messages that clearly show Devolder, Santos, Vicario, or whatever his name is, telling Ostoff that the dog was not a candidate for the surgery, so the money would go to the next animal, a.k.a. his bills. Oh, God, so, not to be like such a white person, but can we just kill him for that? Like, I, I was actually going to put a joke in there about it. I'm like, and I know this is going to resonate with white people because dogs, <laughs> human beings is one thing. But man, you hear about a puppy meal, meal or some shit, y'all organize. But yeah, yeah, I'm done with him. That's it. Last straw that's, for sure. That's, that's why I included that sentence about the inhaling the last breaths, because that's like, I mean, anybody who's had to euthanize an animal, that is yeah. fucking harrowing, especially when it's a, an animal you've like, you know, you have grown to love over many, many years. But anyway, the GOP seems like they are absolutely have no intention of doing anything right now. Like McCarthy just gave Santos a bunch of committee assignments. He's going to be on the Small Business Committee and the House Science, Space and Technology Committee. What? So there's that. But it is interesting to just see like what this is going to the, the momentum that carries on from having somebody who's this, you know, fucking foul on on his on the surface I'm sure many other people are just as bad as he is but like on the surface like this transparently you know insincere but you know it's weird to me cuz I'm I'm not a rich person but even I know that $3000 is a pathetic amount of money to steal like what mm. what's the what is that that's a month maybe it's two part, of rent that's, a, that's, that's always just... something that pops up in my head whenever you're reading about this shit like I, we were talking about the murdoch the murdoch murdoch murders like the guy who like killed his might allegedly killed his son and wife and is going on trial and like was had this like long history of siphoning money from payouts to people who needed the money and there there are some points in there where it's like small amounts of money and this person's a multi multi-millionaire but like that never seems to factor in it's like well yeah i got to be a multi multi-millionaire because of how much i like money and that <laughs> Is not changing the more money I get, it did turns you, out. Did any of you grow up with friends that loved to steal shit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I've, I grew up with people like that, and some of them, they don't give a fuck what it is. It's just the fact that they can come up, which is the thrill. Like, anything's a come up. They're like, yo, I just got this. I got this butterfly earrings from Claire's. I'm like, the fuck are you going to do with that? It's like, they didn't see me take that shit. I'm like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, I think on some level, some people, are, like, it's a compulsion where it doesn't matter. They're like, oh, this is easy. That's three, that's three grand right there. Oh, this person, that's that. That's this. That's this. And it's probably like a video game. Sometimes you fight the big boss level characters, and that's a big payday. But sometimes you just jump on the little mushroom looking motherfuckers and keep it moving. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm just... I'm, just some I don't know that's something I saw from my experience or to your point you're like why the that doesn't even make sense to even take like you have money and you don't right. need this thing but it's like no nah, that's the fact that I could yeah, yeah yeah I suppose so this guy this Santos he seems like really old-timey to me there's something old-timey about his scams <laughs> like he's a little confused like giving people the wrong name worked 130 years ago yeah <laughs> Giving people the wrong name and then like becoming a public figure like in yeah. this modern world is just so brazen. And yes, it does suggest an out of controlledness, like a <laughs> an inability to even like look 
one step down the road, let alone like two, three to at the consequences of your actions. There was a, a really interesting clip of like, I think it was Anthony, like he was at some like Republican meeting and the guy introducing him, he's like, George Santos. He's like, I mean, I know him as Anthony DeVolder, but <laughs> all right, uh, George, and like, and then brought him up still. And even the guy was like, bro, I thought you were Anthony DeVolder. Okay, this is George Santos. <laughs> and they kept it moving. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's all about power. It's why McCarthy's not going to do anything. He needs asses in the seats on these committees. And who cares if some guy who you li- quite literally don't even know like who or what he's about is representing you. But yeah, yeah, I this is only I can like again. Can you imagine the people that see this and like, I'm a better liar than this asshole? Yeah, <laughs> it must be so demoralizing for them. Or they're like, shit, I could be a senator. What the fuck is this? Sure. Like, yeah. I do have to say, I think it's interesting that it's okay for the veteran to say he inhaled his dog's last breaths. But when I tell you, Miles, that if you go before me, I want to inhale your last breaths Mm. into my lungs, that it's like weird and has to be removed from the show. Well, it's that because you were probably going to force Her Majesty out of the room where it was happening to be like, I'm going to inhale his last breaths, not the wife. (laughs) <laughs> I just think it's a beautiful metaphor. I know. And that shit, honestly, that shit fucked me up when I read that. That chilled me to my core because I remember, man, I had to put my Dalmatian down when I was like 16. Yeah. And it was a dog. It was like the first dog I ever had. Like I was, it was like that dog when you're a kid, like, I want a puppy. I want a puppy. I want a puppy. And then you get your puppy. And then that shit only went about like 10 years, 11 years. And putting euthanizing her was like, I'm still like, it's like the worst one of it was just so harrowing it's, to watch your dog like quite just watch the like life go out yeah um it's, it it's, it's very difficult yeah no it doesn't yeah i did <laughs> i was at work with you guys miles in the office when our dog finn like had to be euthanized unexpectedly and like i was on facetime i came in i was just like i was like bawling you know yeah it was a. Uh, I know. And and I think we were all like, dude, don't come in, bro. <laughs> well, your... well, I didn't know that that's what was that. Like, oh, it, it wasn't yeah, a thing. Right, right. He had been to the vet like, oh, you know, you know what? I think 20 times. I think what I'm revealing is something I was telling Anna on the side. I'm like, oh, he should he, he should go, man. He's going through it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, the show must go on. <laughs> daily but then I just wept through that episode. Yeah. Yeah. People was... don't even know. I mean, try and look back. Maybe you'll. I mean, to be fair, we sound like we're weeping or have something yeah. going on emotionally in most episodes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about autopilot. Tesla's <laughs> autopilot demo that I think gave the world a lot of faith in self-driving cars that they're just around the corner was actually faked. So a couple things were happening. I'll just play this in the background so people. Can yeah, we'll, 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 we'll be playing it. But it's, it's a video where the car is navigating. A real road, nobody's touching anything. It just pulls up somewhere, parallel parks, which we do know that cars have been able to do. But Elon Musk was like, the person's only there for legal reasons. Like this car was completely driving itself. But they had made a detailed 3D mapped model of the route that the car had taken and pre programmed it to, you know, follow this path. And, you know, make sure that nothing unexpected was going to happen. And somebody was, the the car did not have the ability to deal with traffic lights. So somebody was having to do the acceleration and deceleration around traffic lights, which they didn't mention. And that's kind of a, that's kind of a big one since they still haven't really figured that one out 
yet, like to yeah. a satisfactory degree. Or that video we saw of like the one like stopping in like I think the uh, like one of the the Bay Bridge or something in San yeah, Francisco and caused a pile up, and you're like, yeah, that shit works, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so what they did is was this a video that they made for consumers or investors or both? It was on their Consumer. the Tesla website. Yeah. So anybody Elon Musk tweeted like, it out and said, "This is." This is real. This is a car driving by itself. The person's only there for legal reasons. But So they faked the results uh, of what their product can do. So that's what the haters are saying. <laughs> uh, but in reality, what they were doing was show, portraying we all what was possible to build the system so, is what okay. the person said. So even that like best case, brightest look <laughs> scenario is still exactly what Theranos got in trouble for doing. And yes. This is like my ultimate point all the time. If Elizabeth Holmes has to go to jail, they all got to go to jail. Yeah. They all do the exact same stuff. She just was a woman doing it. That's so yeah. wild that like with white supremacy, like misogyny still is a factor. It's yeah. not like white won't always protect you. Exactly. The right. men are good. Look at Elizabeth Holmes's ass. Right. But this guy out here being like, I'm just trying to show you what I think this shit could do. And I'm yeah. framing it and as his, it's what it is doing. Yeah, she was in the medical industry, so people worry about the deaths caused by her product, which didn't ever happen. This guy, like, Teslas have caused actual deaths. Yeah. Like, he's doing more danger. Why isn't he in jail? I know why he's not in jail, but I just, I've got a thing about Elizabeth Holmes. I think she did almost nothing wrong and she's not going to jail. <laughs> right. Hey, she's confident. You know what I mean? She's confident. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to your point, it should be all or none, Catherine. Like, if we're throwing her Thank in, then you. every other Holmesian motherfucker, it's we got to follow the by the letter. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this quote that they were, you know, they weren't cheating on the math test. They were doing something to represent their mathematical potential. <laughs> actually, actually came from a Tesla employee, like so, somebody who, you know, was working on the project, had information about what was going on. They couldn't remember. Gosh, my this damn memory couldn't remember if the person in the driver's seat was the one who actually controlled any acceleration or braking or if the car did it. But again, that's a pretty important component of driving. Yeah, <laughs> it's up yeah. there. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think it is wild because this is like this is someone from Tesla versus everybody from the outside who is being like, this is they're like this thing's rife with problems and probably bullshit, but it was always able to be like, well, you're not in there, so what do you know? And well, now we're backing person... away from this world of the Iron Man, Elon Musk is Tony Stark world, where technology through technology all is possible into into a world where it's like the self driving technology that everyone thinks is just around the corner turns out is much further off, and a lot of people think they should actually abandon it because. The road is a crazy, unpredictable place at all times. And like these motherfuckers still don't seem to be good with traffic lights. Like that is a light that is always in the same place. It's with... one of three colors. <laughs> yeah. They had to create a fake video to pretend otherwise. So I don't know. Someday a driverless Tesla is going to crash into a driver Tesla and kill the driver. And then the Tesla fans won't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, they'll just hold water for Tesla, I think. Yeah, Whatever. They'll, they'll find right. they won't know until Tesla issues a statement and then they'll be like, ah, that's that's actually the investors correct. made Elon do that. <sighs> that's the other thing that you always hear for the fans. Like, dude, the board forced his hand on that one, man. It's not how he really thinks. 
Yeah. Like, you know, this is a this is a true story. A Friday night, I had just gone to bed. I woke up because I heard what sounded like a car crashing into a bunch of garbage cans and went outside to see if anyone needed an ambulance. It was actually a car that had driven into my neighbor's house. Oh, my God. And yeah. And it was a Tesla. And a lot of horrible things happened like at that moment. And then he like backed out and ran over a person. It was chaos. But through this all, I was like, of course, it's a Tesla. My friend saw this on the news, didn't know I was there, and I texted her about it, and she's like, oh, my God, of course it was a Tesla. They have, like, (laughs) there's something going on with Tesla drivers overall. There's, like, a problem here. I know what confirmation bias is, but, like, even within that, like, there's No, but you're right. That's right. That's right. Yeah? Oh, that's science, I believe. (laughs) I think we we can say that. I mean, I know there's so many people that I, like, like, kids I went to high school with who, like, I follow, like, loosely on social media or something where there's one guy I know has a Tesla and he's like the biggest fucking nerd about it. And he's like, like eating and it's on auto, like just always wants it to be on Ugh. autopilot. And I'm like, you know, your obituary yeah. may show up eventually, but like there, there's such a culture of people just stunting on the autopilot that I'm like, eh, well, I wonder what the real numbers look like with horrific accidents. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. And it it is just I, I don't know, another another thing like I think the future is not all these things that we think are going to have like self-driving technology and stuff it, like I think what I realize the longer like we try stuff like this is that like the human mind is incredible and vast and like we only have a small inkling of understanding of like how powerful it is like these articles are always like yeah you don't want to trust the computer but you want to trust humans they're idiots they mess up all the time and that that's true but it's like you you haven't like even come close to approaching like just all the shit that is happening driving's crazy like it's crazy that we're able to just drive and not really think about it that much like no no it makes no sense it's too much power for one person also i thought that all the type of guys who would be obsessed with tesla would have also seen the movie 2001 a space odyssey where the computer turns evil so like don't they know that the computers hate us (laughs) no 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 what's that (laughs) they were like we're team hal actually (laughs) my tesla's called hal so I was actually shipping Hal and the alien species. But they were going to meet, and I'm a little disappointed. I, I thought shipped, that was yeah. the inherent tragedy of that movie. My biggest Hal sci-fi, sci-fi bays, Hal and Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> Love them together. That's right. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. 
and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. And we're back, and Dolly Parton is trending as per usual. Mm-hmm. But this time, couple reasons: she's expanding her partnership with Duncan Hines. Yes. So, in oh. addition to the <laughs> Dolly Parton cake mixes, now there's cornbread biscuit and two brownie mixes. Nice, which, nice, nice. I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm not familiar with the culinary aspects of Dolly Parton's legend. Are are you, Catherine? What what is that? What does Dolly Parton connote? Like southern southern cooking? Yeah, I mean that's got to be why they have. Did you say two cornbreads? Two brownies, brownies, actually. And did I hear that correctly? Was that two cornbreads? (laughs) Yeah. Indeed, it was. Anyway, yeah, I don't think her her legacy really has much to do with food, but putting her name on boxed mixes sounds like a smart idea for both parties because everyone loves Dolly. Oh my God. They made I mean, like, look at the boxes. That's like Barbie branding. I know. It looks. They've animated her. The script is very Barbie-esque. Yes. It's a little infantilizing. She looks like okay. Jen and the hologram. Jem and the yes, hologram. She wow. does. They're completely Mixed with, pink. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Not two cornbreads. A cornbread and a biscuit. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Cornbread, <laughs> a biscuit, and two brownies. <laughs> ah, that's. I'm In sorry, addition yeah. to the cake mixes that were already there, I'm picturing everything being pink, and indeed the boxes are pink, but the brownies they've decided to keep also, brownie colored. How different is this from other Duncan Hines mixes? Oh, please. You know it's what I mean? It's got to be the exact same thing, just That's, with a new packaging on it. You just, but the reason why it's good for her, too, is because there's no downside, because box mixes are very, very good. Yeah, they, they're unfuck-upable if you yeah. if you go by the letter of the law. It is sure. what capitalism has produced. Like, we, you know, <laughs> the none of the, you know, transportation and all those things, like great towns that we were promised, they, they fucked all that up. We now mm-hmm. live siloed off in our homes, like, talking to each other through computer screens. But the lab food, the food that they came up with in labs... Oh. Nacho cheese Doritos, mm-hmm. the box mixes like that is that is the height of capitalism. That's why I still stand by 
you know, what, one of the things that is going to be in the America, like peak American capitalism section of the museum, like four thousand years from now, if the earth still exists, is the Cheesecake Factory menu. Because that oh, was yeah. like, mm-hmm. they're like, we really, did that. We did yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They really did not fuck around when it came to appropriating and turning sweet everything. <laughs> Any anything that humanity had, but achieved. we digress. We digress. Her we rock do. album, yeah. Oh. But it is true that our best scientific minds are in food labs. Yeah, they're they're doing the best work there because those are the places that can afford to pay the best. And yeah, and yeah. that's the most. Pre- those are the most pressing issues of our time. <laughs> yeah. so, obviously. So, in addition to this exciting new collaboration with Duncan Hines, Dolly announced more details about her upcoming rock record. So. We talked about the story that she was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, withdrew her name from the nominations because she didn't consider herself a rock act. They were eventually just like, yeah, sorry, we're doing this one way or another. You can show up or not. And she said at the time she was inspired to one day put out a hopefully great rock and roll album. And the details are starting to emerge. She got right right to work on it. And it's like all... It's her, she's treating it like a greatest hits album of rock music. She's going to be covering Purple Rain, Stairway to Heaven, and Freebird, among others. <laughs> Hell yeah. She's Ooh. like, those are good, but I have notes. That's like, a big swing. Like, That's a big, yeah. You, are you sure you want to go for Purple Rain, Dolly? I mean, I fuck with you. Right. <laughs> let's not, like, you know, we can all we can all be great in our own ways. But I am interested. I mean, part of me when I heard that, I'm like, what? Like, what's the most rock Dolly Parton could sound? You know, and is right. it like, I feel like heart kind of vibes. Ooh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would love to hear her sing like crazy on you or something like that. That would be fucking wild. Yeah. But again, but a part of me is like, fuck it. Let's, let's see fucking Freebird. <laughs> Dolly Parton's Freebird. Yeah. There's also going to be guests such as Stevie Nicks, John Fogarty, Steven Tyler, and Paul McCartney. Oh, that's it. That's all she could get. <laughs> she's she's just having a nice time. I yeah. Think. yeah, this is just for her to you know fuck around a little in the studio with some pals, <laughs> right? Or is this her like also being like shit, man? I'm I'm probably making the most money I ever had now, like somehow now because all of these like deals and like collaborations she's doing. I wonder if because she seems so charitable, she's like fuck it, man. Let me let me wring out the fucking sponge that is my brand for every cent, so I can go on and do some shit with it on the way out and be more philanthropic. Maybe that's. I love that. I love that idea. Let's go with that because it's so nice. (laughs) Or she's like, nah, motherfuckers, I have a rocket (laughs) and I'm the fuck out of here. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, it is like that. I did have that question when we were talking about George Santos, like just the the willingness to change your name, like just use a different name with different people, just not just completely create your life. Like if used for good. That could be interesting. And like, I guess there right. are there are people who are, you know, equally inventive who who do use it for good, a la Dolly Parton. But it is, she's also going to do a duet cover of I Can't Get No Satisfaction in case mm. the, the previous three songs were not clear enough that it's just the most played songs on classic rock radio. So <laughs> I, I do, I have to wonder, like, I want to hear the behind the scenes of her process for making this album and 
was she just here? Like, she just like doesn't really fuck with rock music. She's like, all right, bring me, bring me the best ones, right. I guess. And then is just going through and she's like, okay, get the Watt stacks, get the stacks band from that record. I'm like, they're all dead. Oh <laughs> man, they could play though. Yeah. Uh, who else? Who else uh, do I remember? Jimi Hendrix. What's he up to? <laughs> uh, more bad news. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> more bad news. Sorry, <laughs> more Dolly. bad news, Dolly. Sorry about that. Well, speaking of sorry, <laughs> sorry, Cruz. <laughs> so we have some bad news for Jeopardy. Because so there there's a little controversy around Celebrity Jeopardy, which our writer JM called the T ball of the game show world. Oof. Fair. Words. I it it's still so like the the Wolf Blitzer Andy Richter episode. Have you guys seen that one or like uh-uh. seen the highlights of that? Andy Richter is brilliant, or you know, just like Nat, mowing the questions down one after another is like you know four times ahead of the next closest and wolf blitzer is revealed to be a full-fledged dummy like just <laughs> no dumb, yes dumb. oh he's man. a prompter reader no facts in that brain no facts not <laughs> the first fact in the brain and missing like the easy ones with comically bad answers it's really he and um mr not Mr. Incredible, that's from the Pixar movie, but what's the guy from Shark Tank? Which one? Mr. Wonderful or Mr. You know oh, what I mean? The bald yeah, the guy. guy who got scammed by Mr. Wonderful, uh, yeah. Bankman he Freed. was also like just comically bad. And that's that's what I look for in Celebrity Jeopardy is like just these exposures of of people who, you know, through marketing have elevated this this image of themselves and then go up there and just can't can't get anything but wow, anyway. some of these questions i'm like uh, this episode uh, like upset even like the mass holes because mass live was like there were massachusetts related questions and no one could even answer those this is the one the Patton oswalt and candace, candace parker, parker Tori yeah, DeVito so the, episode. the episode that pissed people off Patton oswalt candace parker WNBA star great nba commentator yeah. just basketball commentator in general and then tori devito fucked up an easy question about field of dreams i guess it's easy like i i think i i knew it like i guessed the right answer but i I wasn't like confident in my guess here i'll I'll do it for you guys in field of dreams a question is asked is this heaven no it's this midwestern state also known as the corn state yeah what what is iowa got it now that bing that is that is both correct and also the level of confidence I was taking into my answer. Like, <laughs> and the fact that people are treating this as news, like that it spawned multiple articles, each comprised of hundreds of words purely about how three celebrities like missed one question is right. Is just the world we live in. <laughs> Set off a thousand ships. Oh, can I just speaking of how easy they, these are? You know what the other the Massachusetts one they couldn't get? Not, answer me this. Brainiacs know that MIT stands for this Boston area school. That was the question. Wait, what does MIT this stand for? Boston area school? Yes. Wait, but that's a the the wording is weird. Like, so it's Massachusetts Institute of Technology, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just what they're just saying. I don't know. This is that's this not is, good. Patent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about this, Jack? 
Uh, in, septer- in September 2022, about 50 migrants from Venezuela were surprised to find themselves on this Massachusetts resort island. Oh, it's either Nantucket or Martha's Vineyard. It's Martha's Vineyard. There it is. What is but Martha's they, Vineyard, Miles? What and people it? were like, they can't get these at all. But I mean, those seem pretty easy. Yeah, they're pretty how easy. hard normal Jeopardy questions are for someone like me who's constantly but, stoned. Like I said, the point of Celebrity Jeopardy is for us to be able to see in broad daylight that right. celebrities are dumb. You know, <laughs> that, or at least they don't exist in the same reality as the rest of us. Anyways, so there's also an, another thing that should have gotten more controversy than that in the same. So apparently it was like a Kevin Costner category, I guess. And (laughs) so indigenous Canadian actress and writer Devery Jacobs called out the show on Twitter for a question that had absolutely nothing to do with Kevin Costner, although I do think it was a reference to the untouchables. So the clue was about the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, the Mounties, which the show asserted were created to clean up whiskey traders from the United States. But as Jacobs pointed out, the RCMP was actually created to, quote, control and assert sovereignty over indigenous people. Like, that's a quote from the first prime minister of Canada that was like... We need a force on horseback that is there to control and yeah. assert sovereignty over yeah. indigenous people. Like the Brits are doing to the Irish. We want that, except yeah, for First Nations people. Yeah. So they were created by Canada, uh, Canada's first prime minister, John A. MacDonald, as a colonial army to assert sovereignty over indigenous people and their lands. And he says that he got the idea from the Royal Irish Constable constabulary with the which the british created to keep the irish people under control but the mounties are just you know they have a long history in the u and u.s pop culture of being sort of adorable and like like not cops you know what adorable i mean adorable like, armed doofuses who right. aren't co- yeah they're, they're always given sort of a a pass as like innocent yeah that's, I always, that's how we think of everything canadian yeah, right. Hurt. They're like, there's no way. They're like, wait, what? They're also a colonizer nation that displaced millions of indigenous people. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, guys. They have it in them. <laughs> we got a lot in common, it turns out. But I mean, yeah. like, cause in my mind, right, like they've had such great PR to the point that I'm like, they're not even a real thing. They just dress up and they like, they, it's Dudley Do Right stuff. But then you're like, what was their initial job again? What were they doing uh, yeah. as the, the force? So that their was initial job people? was to displace and forcibly relocate indigenous people and eventually to tear children from their homes to put in residential schools, which is a euphemism for like, you know, re-education. Yeah, camps. child prison, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, reservations were basically prisons where you needed a pass to leave, were policed by Mounties. And the Mounties were just like a tool for systemic oppression that continues to this day. Mounties routinely target indigenous communities with violence and harassment. And yeah, I mean, this myth has been perpetuated by pop culture. Like Hollywood made movies about heroic Mounties in the Canadian wilderness, which I was not familiar with. That was like early 20th century, saving damsels in distress from villains with foreign sounding names. But yeah, I, I think by the time I was ingesting popular culture, it was like their funny red outfit, their simple-mindedness but like always in a completely non 
threatening way. Right, right. Mm. They were also part Pinkerton. They were there to disrupt labor strikes, accuse immigrants of being Bolshevik radicals. So just mm, chef's kiss. Yeah. Bounties. It's so it, you always know there's trouble when like there's some euphemistic origin story for any kind of law enforcement. It's like, yeah, it's a, get those whiskey bandits. You know what I mean? Right. And you're like, no, it wasn't. I'm like, y'all were slave catchers. Shut the fuck up. And it turned right. into this other thing. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. Serve and protect and brutalize the fuck out of you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the Mounties have like those silly pant pants and like the gloves right. that seem overly fancy. So if you just dress it up in goofiness, no one's going to mm-hmm. notice. Exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine like this fucking LAPD starts going on like culottes or like weird writing pants or something? <laughs> exactly. They're like, huh? 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 Yeah. Look, we're not <laughs> killing people at a disturbing tick. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> in the, the cop pants. movies now, like they, like, I think it was 21 Jump Street or 22, like one of the jumps street, they start out as like bike cops because you have to make them seem right. Isn't isn't that right? Like they start out as bike cops because yes, they've yeah. been like busted down to that level or something. Yeah. But yeah, you have to make the cops seem silly. That right. That is going to be a wild new like direction for propaganda to take where they're just I mean, all like made non-threatening and goofy. Well, that's why I mean, with the the rise of you know smartphones, that's always a steady stream of like, yo, that cop can pop and lock, right? Yeah. A perp's yeah. a perp's limbs out of their sockets, <laughs> right? And you're like, oh, but also can get down. They used to be a b boy. Check out those moves, <laughs> or like, and I hate that propaganda shit because it's always like it's it's so funny because even when I watch, I'm like, oh shit, look at that. oh wow, he can see walk. And then I'm like, wait, shut the fuck up. This person put on that uniform to brutalize poor people and protect private property. This is not somebody who gives a fuck about anybody. That's right. But it, it is it, it just does go it goes like it goes to show you like that image whenever it's doing something a little bit goofier than like violence. Then you're yeah. like, <laughs> I love it. That cop can juggle and make cotton candy. Yeah. In what, rollerblade cop. That's yeah, going right. to be like the new, all cops are rolling around on rollerblades. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, look, we'll wait and see because, I mean, it, th- these ideas may sound absurd uh, right now, but yeah, if we've seen anything. Look at Mounties. They probably <laughs> sounded absurd and are still absurd uh, all yeah. these years later. Catherine. As always, such a pleasure having you yeah. on the Thank Daily Zeitgeist. Where Thank can people you. find you and follow you? Um, well, my new website, How to Eat LA, uh, is Los Angeles Restaurant Reviews. So if you live here or if you're planning on visiting, you should go yeah. check that out. And I also do video versions of the weekend restaurant recommendations on TikTok. So I'm just at Catherine Spires on TikTok. Mm. Ooh, ooh, okay. And <laughs> y'all, Catherine knows what the fuck she's talking about with food. Thank you. So this yeah, is yeah. some person's like, I wanted to make a website. No, she's coming in fucking heavy. Okay, <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, 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 you know, you can give yourself whatever job you want. So I decided restaurant critic, but I have been writing about food for almost twenty years. So exactly, this yeah. is your lane. Uh, and I think, I mean, just already like looking at your at the site, I'm like, oh, I never heard of these fucking places, and I'm from here. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to talk about places that aren't getting covered, like in the in, like, bigger publications. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, there's like a whole like complex of like lack of like 
a lack of imagination to what a good restaurant is in LA because of these websites. That they're like, it yeah, completely... I hadn't thought about it that way, but yeah. Well, so many people just, they, the, and I get it because like infatuation, eater, those websites, they aggregate, like, like people just default to that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times it's like, well, these people know the publicists that are like working the PR for restaurants and things like that. Whereas you're like, y'all got it. I went to Monterey Park and they, they <laughs> fucked it up over there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's that what is, you want. Yeah. That's what I'm more interested in. I think it's more reflective of Los Angeles culture. And I'm making a point to not um, cover restaurants that have like publicity teams because those right. places have money. They're set. They're fine. We don't need to right. talk about them. Um, you'll find out about them anyway. So just trying to, you know, there's so many amazing restaurants in Los Angeles that hardly anyone knows about and they like deserve a little, a little come up, you know? Yeah. yeah. My God. This... Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Omar's Halal. Yeah. Shout out to Omar's Halal. Right? So yeah. good. I, Andrew T. put me under that place. Of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> and is there a tweet or some other work of media or social media that you've been enjoying? There is a woman named Reb Maisel, and she's mostly on TikTok where she reads court documents in a Valley Girl accent. And that sounds so dumb, but God, it's the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever heard in my life. She finds the most amazing cases. But also she recently twi- tweeted that she likes that hippos are the most dangerous animal on Earth because they're vegetarian. They don't want to eat you. They just hate you. And I also <laughs> love when animals are like that. Moose are the same way. There's people are always like trying to make friends with moose in national parks and moose just want to murder so much. They just want to stomp your ribs in. And I really admire that about them. It's for fun. It's for fun. And the way they whip their shit around with their tail. Yeah. Also an amazing thing. Yeah, they're they're vicious. <laughs> and then like I I galaxy brained and I'm like, oh my God, that's why hippos and moose can't live in the same climates. Cause if they came together, just like killer vegans, oh. like they'd take over immediately. You got to separate them. How come some like maniacal MAGA like donor hasn't been like, you know what I do? I pit animals against each other in these kind of bespoke animal fights that you can only be invited to. Next month, we got a moose versus a hippo. You don't know that that's not going on. I know, right? It it probably is. Yeah. But then they can't do it. You know what? It happened once. And then the moose and the hippo looked at each other and we're like, who do we really want to kill? And then they right. fucked the people up. Oh, exactly. that's a movie. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> About coming together and know who your real oppressors are, who your yes. real enemies are. Yes. <laughs> that's a kid's book. Can we write that? The hippo and the moose that were forced to fight. And then oh, they God. killed the humans that brought them to this situation. I think there that's such a nice story. Yeah. It, but it does involve a hippo biting someone in half. That's oh point. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kids, cool, it's though. a pop up book. The kids will love that part. You can rip the you can rip the corpse <laughs> in half. <laughs> ah, look, the guts come out. <laughs> yeah. uh, Miles, where can people find you? What is a tweet or work of social or otherwise media that you've been enjoying? It's a spelling book. E is for evisceration. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Find Jack and I on our wonderful basketball podcast, Miles and Jack Got Mad. Boosties and uh, my 90 Day Fiance podcast with Sophia Alexandra, which is called 420 Day Fiance. And again, I will say, go to How to Eat LA. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, Catherine. I'm done. I'm done with these. These websites are like this is the newest boba cafe in town. Like, no, <laughs> stop that, stop Oof. that. Um, yeah. so check that website out. And for all I know, a lot of people, Zeit Gang, you hit me up on DMs like, I'm coming to LA. Where should I eat? I'm saying this now. Go to howtoeatla.com. That's all. That's all you need to know. Tweets I like. First one is from past guest Demi Adijuibe at Electro Lemon, 
uh, tweeted, calendar reminder went off. Happy anniversary. And it says Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, January 18th. And it says all day. Mark Wahlberg said he could have stopped 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> this was the day that he uttered that famous phrase. So, yeah, for those that celebrate, take it in. Amazing. I just found the image of the Wolf Blitzer celebrity Jeopardy, by the way. And the score, final score, Andy Richter, $39,000. Wolf Blitzer, negative 4,600. <laughs> oh, fuck, oh, Wolf. And pe- Andy Richter said, you know, people always want to, like, high-five me about that. But in the end, I just felt kind of bad for the guy. He just seemed really lost. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can find the, the video of that and link off to that in the footnotes. footnotes. Or we'll, we'll do it on a future episode. Well, yeah, on our, else? we got some, you know, we might be doing some video stuff coming up yeah. in a few months. Yeah, that's right. And then a tweet I've been enjoying, Paul Jackson tweeted, so this is how I learned my work calendar wasn't private. And it's just a screen cap of an image that says, Paul, I want to do the product intro to blank on Friday. And on the only good spot for most people, you have a blocker called Get a Chicken. Is that something you could move to join us? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Work is hell. Work is hell. A chicken, though. Like that. Well, I would have almost sounds like a live chicken, right? Yeah, sounds like it. Or maybe it's just Costco. Costco wrong. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but then I would say, when you say, like, yo, get chicken. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, looking into it. And then uh, at Prophet Husband, like Prophet, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, uh, tweeted, text a homie nicknamed Big Gulp. You make every day of my life better than the next. I feel like I have known you for a thousand lifetimes. Text to wife, make sure the bathroom door is open when I got home. I'm going to come in sprinting. <laughs> <laughs> uh you can find uh, us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Hey, Miles, what's a song that we think people might enjoy? Well, you know, we're talking about rock and people doing takes on rock songs. Well, there's an album that's all Doors covers, but jazz covers or like jazz adjacent covers of the Doors. And and the, the Light My Fire cover by Lloyd Price is what I'm going to recommend because it's, it's got a little more a little more soul, a little more flavor, a little more seasoning. You know, mm-hmm. that's not to shade Robbie and Ray and John and uh, Jim, James, uh, James Morrison. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes people can fuck it up, too, uh, with their own version. So this is Light My Fire by Lloyd Price. Mm. All right. Well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us this morning. Back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. 
I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com.